this is Vanessa. And Vanessa. And this is Shift on the Shit on the Table. <laughs> I was letting you take the lead. And I took it. But and then, then you, you followed back. like yeah. far behind. <laughs> See, if you're going to let somebody take the lead, just like <laughs> step away, man. <laughs> I suppose. Come <laughs> here, kitty. Um, so, oh yeah, this is a grooming podcast by groomers. Wait, for groomers, by groomers. And we talk about the everyday things and hot topics and tell your stories. Um, that's all I remember. <laughs> she, she literally reads that off of a script. Do. <laughs> And it's upstairs because that's where we've been recording. And so I don't have it because I'm downstairs. You would think like one of these days we would just record a really like perfected intro. If it's going to be the same thing each time and just constantly use that perfected intro and then just go right into like it. What would be the fun of that? Very true. But I'm just saying like, yeah, people do that. Like, it's a thing. It's lame as fuck, and I don't listen to those podcasts. Yes, you do. You <laughs> listen to all of them. <laughs> um, but real quick, since right at the top, um, go ahead and check out our website, shitonthetable.com. You can submit your stories there. Um, you can also check out our merch. You can um, also donate if you'd like to, to help us move forward in our podcasting life. Um, Some things that we would like to be able to achieve is getting a video camera um, so that we can launch our YouTube channel so you can see our beautiful faces. Um, So (laughs) (laughs) if you'd like to help us get there, feel free to donate. We appreciate it. Um, I want to thank you guys for being amazing listeners. You guys rock. Uh, can't we wouldn't do it without you guys so yeah <laughs> like I feel like you're gonna tell me something like really really cool and important or that sex was really really good oh no sex was amazing it was pretty good your smile is like from <laughs> ear to ear <laughs> it really is um yeah I just had sex before I got on here and I have ice cream waiting for me like <laughs> And I'm pretty sure, so we don't have sex in our bed anymore because our babies are in bed. So we have a futon downstairs that we have sex on, which is in front of our front window, which is like two feet away from our door. And our door has like no ceiling, like sealant around it because it's old and then just like falling off. So I'm pretty sure they heard us. Yeah, when the kids started getting bigger and like if they'd sleep in our room, we'd it would be bathrooms, the laundry room, the kitchen, the couch, everywhere. Everywhere but our own bedroom. Yeah. Because the kids are always there. Yeah. And like it's weird. I can't do it in there. I think I've done it like twice, but they were like weeks old. Well, I shouldn't say weeks old because you have to wait like six weeks. So like they weren't 
they were still like in swaddles, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like the first year is hard to get intimate anyway. So like you kind of yes. stop caring about where it's at as long as like there's no eyes popping up saying like, what do you do it? You know? Yeah, exactly. And thankfully, like they can't get out of bed. So we don't have to worry about that just yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have two futons. So we just prefer the futon downstairs. Because the upstairs futon, we don't have like curtains in that room yet. So like it would be like a show for our neighbors because we're like window to window. It's so funny because I like totally believe your neighbors are just trying to avoid looking at you guys. Oh, and they yeah. built up they built up their um backyard wall like even higher, but like it's still unavoidable. Like <laughs> it is. Like once you get to the second level, like we can see inside each other's windows. And like I'm pretty sure he saw my boobs a couple times because he was like looking in our backyard and like when I had smaller titties, I just never had a shirt on and or a bra on and I just went Meh, boobies and we locked eyes a couple times, but like, fool, you're looking in my backyard, you're looking in my house, you're gonna see some titties. Like not my problem. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so he built up his back wall so he couldn't see inside it in my house anymore. <laughs> it's great. It's great. So how's your work week? Um, well, I didn't work last week because uh, it was my week off. So I only worked for three weeks. So um, I actually work tomorrow, which is be great i have to work i have to be there early because one of my clients has to go to a conference and she doesn't want me to go like grab i think her dog would be fine to be honest um but she's like her it's funny because her name is nelly and she's like a nervous nelly did you fart and it smell no it's that stupid cat it's next to me I thought you liked it, and now all of a sudden you hate it. I don't like her. I don't like her. She's very sweet, but she poops outside of the litter box no matter what I do, and she's just annoying. She yells at you all day long, and I can't. I, she's in my room. She doesn't leave my room. I just don't have space for her. I've never felt so <laughs> suffocated before in my life. I literally called my friend, and I was like, hey do you think your ex-husband will take this cat? And she's like, I would rather take her in a couple weeks than give him that cat. And I'm like, no, because if the cat goes with you, she's going to die. And she's like, well, if he, if the cat goes with him, ghosts are going to kill that cat. And I'm like, Oh my God, (laughs) this is stupid. And I can't give it up to a shelter because the shelter is having horrible outbreaks right now. So they're killing a shit ton of animals. And I am just like in a pickle and this cat is just in my face and she yells, she yells at you. And I'm like, Oh my God. See, you know, what's so funny is I'm pretty sure on the podcast you complained that Ace wasn't cuddly enough and that you wanted a cuddle cat. 
And then, so now you have a cuddle cat. I did 100% (laughs) complain about Ace not being cuddly. But, like, Ace is cuddly now because there's another cat. And she's the the right amount of cuddly. She comes up, gets a little bit of loving, and goes away. This one is just, but she, this one yells at you. Look at her. Aww. Meow. Oh, she can't hear me. She's cute, no. though. She's very cute. She's a very cute cat. And she's sweet. I she's super mine. sweet. You won't look at you, though. She's a very sweet cat, but, like, it's just... Uh, it's the pooping outside of the litter box that is killing me, and she pees on anything. If I drop a towel... I don't have any bath mats, so I drop a towel so, like, I don't slip and fall and die in my bathroom and it's like two seconds on the floor or if I'm, she pisses on it. I'm just like, uh, yeah, that's hard. That is hard. I'm not I a still cat have my problem with cats. So, yeah, but she's old, decrepit now. So like she doesn't do anything. No, she doesn't. I just gave her a bath. I gave all my animals a bath except for camo. And she loves her bath. She talks like the whole time. And then I refuse to blow dry any of my animals in my trailer because I go so long in between baths that they are going to blow it up. (laughs) So we're just outside. I bathe them inside the trailer and then I go outside and we blow dry. And she loved it. I thought she was going to be stressed out because she doesn't leave the house. And no, she was just sitting there. She almost jumped off my table to like get a bird. Like what? I was like, no, what are you doing? You will die if you jump off. That was like your bonding moment with her. It's always bonding. And then she like feels herself for a couple days afterwards until Camo like tears her down. And I have to yell at him because he tries to like beat up his sister because she smells different. And okay, well, my cat's my one cat is just like attacking this cat nonstop all the time. Yeah. Poor kitty. I keep up on her nails, so I trim her nails really, really short. So I know it hurts, but it doesn't hurt as bad as when they're sharp. Anyway, continue on with your wake. So Nellie? Oh yeah, she's a nervous Nellie and her what kind of dog is Nellie. She? She's like a mini Aussie thing. I don't really know. Um, but so mom has to go to a conference and she doesn't think that the dog will let me grab her. And I kind of yeah. think she will. She's fine. Um, but so I have to be there at eight 30 and it's hard enough getting to my client's house at 9am. Like I have a client coming tomorrow at my house at eight in the morning. Oh God. She I've done her dogs for years and one died and she just replaced it with a puppy. And I hate puppies. Yeah, puppies are hard. We'll never do puppies again. Well, not grooming wise, but like I'll never own a puppy. <gasps> nope. I won't do it. <sighs> nope. But and then so it'll be like an early day kind of. Um she wanted me to be there earlier. And I was like, look, I can compromise with being there before you have to leave. And then I'll put her away and lock up your house. And she's yeah. like, okay, that works. 
Uh, so I'm like, I can't be there that early in the morning. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, I have too much to do. Do you, do you have other dogs too? Yeah, I have three dogs total. So, but so, but yeah, other than that, um, yeah. So, funny story. Funny. <laughs> so, you know how I'm, like, never on Facebook anymore? Well, I sent out my um, Facebook invites, right? Oh, she had her baby. How cute. Anyways, so, I'm on Facebook, right? Doing my thing to get my um, Facebook invites out for my kids birthday coming up next month and I had just got tagged like literally just got tagged in a post and it's in like the mobile grooming zone post and this is what it says I'm in search for a mobile groomer in Las Vegas who would want to share these three with me Uh, hold on I can't see your face My face? Yeah. No, you're yeah. fine. I just was in another window. It's like, mm. okay. Um, who would want to share these three with me? I do believe they will eventually move to Vegas full time. But right now they come back to Greensboro, North Carolina. And I groom them every 10 days when they are here. They spend most of the year in Vegas, but will come to Greensboro for a couple of months here and there. The client is very nice and money is not an issue. She never complains and always pays on time. She tips. I know it's difficult to fit three dogs in and they come in and go um, when they come in and go like she does. But I figure an extra blank every 10 days for a few months isn't a bad thing. It's two Bashan. In pet Bashan trims and a Maltese. <laughs> they are good boys overall. Please don't mind the pictures. They don't sit still. Blah, 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 blah. Anyone sound from does that sound familiar to you? Are you getting broken up with? Uh, right? So let me read the comments really quick. So I got tagged in it, right? By um, I don't know if she's currently a listener, but she was. That's how she found me. Or uh, we got in contact. Yeah. No, she's definitely still a listener. I don't know what I'm thinking. So she tags me in it, right? And I go. Where'd you go? I go, I, um, is this Richie, Brandon, and Chadwick? <laughs> If it is, I'm their groomer in Vegas. Well, I was. And she said, yes, it is. She told me you can't get to them as often or something and asked me for a recommendation. I was like, only by four days. (laughs) And she says, oh, so you're just moving her to two weeks? And then I said, which was a continuation to my other comment, was and it wasn't a guarantee. I asked her to just message me when she comes back and I'll let her know if we can resume our normal schedule. And it was temp. She said, I thought maybe someone was trying to nicely let her go. 
it is a lot to fit them in every so often when you're already full. And I said, yes, it's temporary. Temporary. If my husband still needs to catch up on clinicals, and if not, we will continue our normal schedule. And she said she can live with that then. And I said I thought so, <laughs> but I guess not. Damn, I'm hurt. She is a great client, and she's like, "Don't be upset." I sent you a PM, and then I sent her some pictures in the thread of like what they look like when I groomed them. And someone commented, "What a small world," and then someone said. Damn, what a burn. Four days in the ladies a mess. <laughs> and then a listener was like, I was about to tag you. I listened on the podcast. And then someone said, oh, no, the author said, for good reason, she's impossible to get a good picture. Oh, it's because I didn't have a picture of Chadwick. But this is what she said about Chadwick. She said, I did it. Um, I want so bad to shave those lips. I did it once, but she thought he looked like Hitler, so I'm not allowed to anymore. <laughs> and so um, that's so funny because I remember you saying, like, sending me a picture of the dogs, and you're like, I can't get a picture. They don't sit still. And no, that's the, funny. The Chadwick is the worst. I can kind I can get a picture of the Bichons. Um, then someone said, beautiful work on your podcast. You've mentioned your Bichons before. And I said, oh, you'll hear about them again. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, it was just, and so then we messaged each other for a while and she was like, oh, you know, I've always wanted to like see who groomed them. And she's like, now, you know, I get to finally talk to the person who does. And I was like, I've been curious too. Um, and she's like, well, I'm just going to tell mom, you know, like continue to go to you and just figure it out. Um, I was like, well, should I text her like to clarify what I said? I'm like, I'm not going to be like nasty or anything, but just to clarify even further, like this is very temporary if he even needs to do it. And it would only be like three months of her life until he finished. Um, and she was like, no, I'll just talk to her. She's like, I see her on Wednesday. So tomorrow. Um, and I was like, well, you got to keep me posted. <laughs> I can't even believe. Can't, like we rely on her money. So it's not like I love her. Like she is an amazing client. Um, but she's like a big, our, my biggest ticket client. and so we're kind of like hard up a little bit even worse without her being here. Um, so like, I can't really lose her, <laughs> but we're like stuck in this position of, well, Harvey's really behind in clinicals. So he could really use those Tuesdays, but we also need her money. So it's like, yeah, we don't know, but I'll most likely end up just continue doing her weekly and we'll just have to figure our clinicals out. But I honestly, I don't think you should worry about it too much. And th- this is why there's not a lot of Bichon groomers here in Vegas. Okay. And you've spent like, like you've spent like the past year and a half, two years, kind of like perfecting the haircut that she likes and enjoys. You've taken classes, you've gotten products and brushes like you've gone above and beyond for this client to make sure that the dog looks perfect every single time so i mean 
it's, I always, I don't know, maybe I'm just a little cocky when I, when I let people like just, you know, if they say something or do something and I just kind of feed them back to the wolves, like go for it. The time I spent giving you what you wanted, you're not going to get the first time from another person. And it's not to say the other person's a bad groomer. It's just that like, they're not going to give her what she wants. She's that kind. Like so accustomed. I think people just assume that like you get the same treatment everywhere. Exactly. And And I just love it. Not the case. No, I love it. It's, it's, they don't know what happens behind the scenes when you start building up, like when you start building up those people and building up that trust and also building up the style, they don't see that. And so they think like every groomer is amazing and every groomer could be amazing in their own right. But like it can also be vastly different unless they all came from the same school, which we don't have a school out here. So there's like no actual standard for what she wants and she seems picky so she likes things a certain way and you give it to her i wouldn't worry about it because even if she found another groomer i don't think she's gonna get what she wants yeah and like the likelihood of her getting what she wants like right off the bat like the first time and I, i don't i don't think she'll have patience for it yeah you know what i mean like yeah i think she would have more patience kind of like flipping her schedule around for you a little bit i, don't I thought she, so i thought so but then she's but, telling her groomer to like find another groomer so then there you go it's because she's contemplating it but i guarantee i guarantee like i want to put money on it i already have 20 bucks technically we have 40 in this household on another bet right now <laughs> but she comes back in november right so like we can we can attempt another bet like i swear right. to god if she leaves she's coming right back right back well the groomer closed like not closed the the comment section but she said that she already found the groomer meaning me she's like i'm just going to tell her she just needs to suck it up and clarify everything for her she's like i'm not going to continue looking so you know yeah especially if you're being tagged constantly so then she's going to be like okay well whatever yeah well and then i showed like my work you know what i mean and like i'm self-conscious about my work um i looking at the pictures like trying not to be so objective like i think they look great like you know they look good but like when i'm in the midst of it i'm always like oh they look like shit but that's why you take pictures of your work guys so you can look back at your work and there's really not much i can improve on unless i want to legitimately put them in like a full show style like to the t trim then i would need like a mentor because i don't know how to do that but for a pet trim I think they look pretty great. So like she would have a hard, I I don't want to say she'd have a hard time finding a groomer out here to do that, but I think it would take her a little bit to find a groomer out here to do that. Yeah, I think so too. Did she have a groomer? Did she have a groomer out here for a while before you? No, she came out here and she, I was, she got really lucky. She found me. I think she only took her to one, took them to one other person and mm-hmm. then found me. And she's been coming to me ever since she came out here. 
Um, and then when I was on maternity leave, she was going to Elsa, but was constantly checking in. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Um, El- Elsa. And there's just one other lady. I don't even know. I worked with her for a little bit, but I don't know if she quit when she found out she was pregnant, but I don't know if she's still, and she only groomed two other Bichons like consistently and they were her friends Bichons, but she says that she's a, she's done show Bichon grooms. So there's only like two people that I have aside from you have done Bichon more, more traditional style Bichons. Yeah. Oh, it was Brooke. Brooke referred me. That's right. That's right. That's what happened. Brooke was grooming these dogs. And then she said, the owner said that she wanted mobile. And Brooke couldn't handle Richie anymore. So she was like over it. And so then she referred me. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll take them. And that's what happened. That's right. I just totally like gave some like false story. That's that is what happened. Brooke referred them. Oh, that's weird. I've never seen Brooke do a Bouchon cut. I didn't even know she knew how to do Bouchon cuts. She, she only did baths oh. for, for the lady because maybe that's what it was. The groomer did in um the, wherever uh, Greensboro did the haircuts. No, oh. no, I'm getting my story mixed up. That yeah, was the other Bouchon. Yeah, because I thought Brooke gave you bulldogs. She did, but she also gave me a Bashan. Uh-huh. Um, and this lady, it was a show Bashan, like a yeah, she showed the Bashan, or it was a retired show Bashan. That's right. I'm getting my stories mixed up. I don't remember how this client, me and her, I think she reached out to me. I think the first story was true, and then the second story was a different Bashan. That's right. Okay. Well, either way, she found you and you were her first instance when she was coming back and forth to her vacation house. And honestly, I, I, I wouldn't worry about it too much. I know it's kind of scary, like when you're relying on her money, but when she comes back, she'll have to make that determination and you can be like, Hey, this is, I can be as flexible as possible. And I know, I know Harvey, I know he'll figure out a way like to do his clinicals and to figure out like if his mom could babysit or, you know, the kids are getting older, you'll figure it out. But I wouldn't worry about it because the moment she gets, the moment she's like, you know what, maybe I'll just try someone else when I come back and she calls that person and they fuck it up royally. I guarantee she'll probably send a picture to her old groomer because she's like, what do I do? And then she'll be like, call you back. Like, Hey, (laughs) and then, you know, you can talk. I don't want to say talk shit, but you can contact the other groom. Be like, did you really do this haircut? And then she's going to be like, no, bro. She sent me the pictures too. You know, I, I see the conversation happening. (laughs) And then it's going to be a fat raise. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you want to come back I have to pay <laughs> right there's a new enrollment fee right <laughs> I take deposits non-refundable and they don't go towards your groom <laughs> yeah she'll probably do it 
Money's yeah, apparently she, not an option. <laughs> she's gonna. Be she's messed. got like two Bentleys and like a fancy golf cart, and they're remodeling their house, and it looks like a winter wonderland. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Where's Greensboro, Tennessee? No, North Carolina. NC. That's North Carolina, right? Yeah, that's North Carolina. Yeah. And she's Russian. Dang. But Northern California, North Carolina. I want to say Northern Carolina, but it's North Carolina, right? Yeah. It's northern of the Carolinas. Is that okay? So stupid question. <laughs> oh my god. Is that Midwest or is that Southern? That's the South. Okay. Yeah. It's still North Carolina and South Carolina are still the South. Okay. Yeah. And so because he's Southern. Like he's a Southern boy. Yeah. He's not a boy. He's like a grown ass man, but y'all know what I mean. Yeah. He actually reminds me of my uncle David. They're both, he's Southern. He's from Tennessee. And they're both like super tall, skinny white dudes that are like white but red at the same time. And kind of wrinkly. (laughs) (laughs) They're just like, they're rednecks. But they don't look like rednecks. Like no no they're, they're rednecks because their necks are red. Yeah. Like they they're out in the sun all the time. Yeah. And like a little wrinkly but not that wrinkly and like they're kind of cute but you don't know why they're cute. Do you know what I'm talking about? Are you picturing what I'm like describing? I come from a white white state, so but like that kind of old skinny white dude. Like, they're thin. They're, like, kind of real thin, but, like, still have meat on their bones. Yeah, I know. They'll fix something for a six-pack of beer and be very nice but about they it. But they don't have a beer belly, though. Well, they have, like, the tiniest beer belly. Because they work. Well, I mean, this man does not have a laborist job whatsoever. No. He wears sweaters. Like, I'm pretty sure, like... He wears sweaters, loafers, and slacks with like a fancy belt from some high-end brand that we know nothing about. Is he older than her? Um, I don't think by much. Maybe like 10 years. No, maybe not 10 years. Yeah, maybe 10 years. Oh, that's not that much. She's like 55. So I'd say like he's 65 if I had to put him. Oh, so they're still pretty fairly like young, but not like super young. Yeah. They're like old young. They're young. They're old, but they're young old. Yeah. And she like just started playing tennis and all that stuff. So and you start seeing pineapples everywhere, then you start inquiring more. <laughs> I'm like, it's <laughs> good. That's, that's, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Yeah, so that was like my five minutes on Facebook. Because I'm never on there anymore. So, like, I thought it was hilarious that all this drama ensued just by being on Facebook for, like, five minutes. 
<laughs> you got lucky. I did get very lucky. Very, very lucky. Now she's getting mad because I'm pulling out all her hair. Oh my she gosh. sheds really bad. So I'm just like pulling out her hair. So have you been working? Um, okay, so last week, um, hold on, let me see. Last week I pretty much pretty much took it off because Tuesday, which was the day that I usually work. Tuesday's the day that I usually work for um Barks Parks, right? And um, I just took it off because it's my daughter's birthday. So I didn't work Tuesday. And then I had preemptively took off Saturday because in case we were going to do something for her birthday because she wanted to go to the park. But then my sister was like, hey, let's go to the pool. And then my my daughter was like, let's go to the pool. But then nobody can go to the pool. So I already have Sundays off always. So, yeah. And, um, I just did one dog at my house. So like, I didn't work really at all last week, but everyone was like, so the week prior, everyone was sick and, um, my daughter, my husband was sick and I got sick towards the end of the week, the week prior. So the beginning of this past week, my husband still wasn't feeling very good. It was like, he had like a couple days in between him being sick to him getting sick again, but it wasn't like a sickness. It was like his stomach was all messed up and like he was sleeping a lot. And so like he hadn't eaten, you know, like I could count how many calories he probably had 10,000 calories in like two weeks. That's how little he had been eating for the past two weeks. And so it was getting kind of scary. And, um, I kept telling him, you need to go to the urgent care or go to the ER and he can go to the VA ER or, you know, like you need to get this figured out. Right. So the first day he decides to go back to work, which was, I think Friday. So he hadn't worked all week last week. He did take off my daughter's birthday to just chill out with us. So he did take a four day weekend, um, which was, vacation times so that's paid but then the rest of the week he wasn't feeling good and I kept telling him go to the doctor so I made a fucking appointment for him and of course it's an appointment so he, he's not going to get it from that time till two weeks later so I'm like okay well if you're still suffering just go to the urgent care we'll do more testing later and yeah. I wanted him to go to the hospital because I know the hospital can do more testing than urgent care. Urgent care is only going to be able to do so much. It's just, it is what it is. So, um, I had been pestering him for a whole week. I'm like, you were sick all last week. And then now you're having stomach issues and you're not eating and you're sleeping and you're completely like useless and like, just <laughs> like withering away. Right. It doesn't look good. Like I'm worried about you, man. Like, you need to do something about this. So, um, he didn't listen to me. He goes to work. He goes to work. He texts me maybe three hours into his shift. And he's like, I'm coming home. And he's coming home. Cause he shit his pants. Oh my God. Doesn't he listen to this podcast? I don't give a fuck. I put his business <laughs> out there because I get so sick and tired of him not listening to me. And when he, like, loses, like, his ability to hold his bowels, I was, like, I 
felt bad, but like, there's only so much sympathy I can have if I've been asking you like, Hey, take care of it. Go take care of yourself. And on top of that, I need a fucking appointment for him. Like is what the fuck? Right. So like he finally goes to the urgent care, but he goes to the urgent care on Saturday evening. So like he had come home a couple hours into his shift Friday after he shit his pants and he was on a motorcycle too. So he had to throw away his chonies and he had to ride a motorcycle bare ass all the way home and hope that he didn't shit his pants again. So then he slept and then he went back to sleep the next day and he slept pretty much like a full 12 hours, 10, 12 hours. He's like, I really needed that. I'm like thinking in my head, I'm like, you've been sleeping all week. Like, what are you talking about? Like, of course you need it, but like, do you see what you're doing? Are you going to go to urgent care? So then he finally goes to urgent care at like 3 p.m. on a Saturday. And the doctor basically gave him prescription Imodium anti-nausea tablets and basically said like, you can't eat dairy, spicy food, fattening food, <laughs> no sugar. Yeah, no sugar, nothing. And so like, Saturday, we had salads. Sunday, we had uh, some more salads and like a sandwich, like a healthy sandwich. And he drank nothing but water like the past couple days. And he, I think Sunday or Monday, yeah, Sunday, he was like, yeah, I just had like my first solid shit in forever. So I'm like, oh, you need like water soluble fiber, you know, like you need to eat food. That would be the case. Like you need to eat it more often. So like I made him a really bland dinner last night. It was just spaghetti with some shrimps, nothing special. Um, even though I made myself a fire pasta, it was like a cream based pasta cause I can't stand spaghetti sauce. So anyway, yeah. So like that's, that's, that's what happened last week. Like my family was a wreck. Um, I got a Facebook fight with my sister and then Which I never one? called her. Caitlin. Uh, did she not go to Fable's party? No, I can't invite her. <clears throat> she is literally pissed off every single member of our family. I told you that her dog attacked my mom's dog, right? Yeah. Yeah, we talked about it on the podcast. Anyway, so she goes on this weird rant on Facebook and basically goes off and uh, on Facebook on Beyonce's internet, basically saying like, Hey, if you are friends with my mom or you care about my mom, you are dead to me as well. Blah, 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 blah. Oh my and, God. Just, and just says all this like BS about like my mom being bipolar and a narcissist and this and that and how horrible she was. And I like everybody was like, Oh my gosh, this is so sad. I'm so sorry that this happened to you you know, why, what, what, what triggered this? Like, are you okay? And I was like, her dog bit the shit out of another dog and she just wants to blame somebody. Like it was an accident, but she just like wants to blame everyone else in the world. So like, I guess there's some drama with that. My mom was saying that like, she's saying weird things to the neighbors and stuff. And I'm like, okay, I don't doubt that. And my cousin hit me up. He's like, I am so sorry. What is going on? Like your whole family's like life is being blasted on the internet. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. She does this every couple months, like to be honest. And I was like, why are you saying like 
when you throw out these words, bipolar, narcissism, ADHD, um, addiction, all this other stuff, when you start throwing these words out, I think it's funny when you fail to realize we are all cut from the same cloth. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like when you start acting erratic and weird and lies and comes up with wild scenarios, don't you think we've seen it before? Don't right. you she think is I basically know? like your mom. Very much so. And it scares my mom. It scares my mom. She's and that's why my mom will always like like hits her up and like takes care of her even though she basically tells my mom to kill herself like all like all of this stuff like she's an awful person and I'm not saying my mom was a saint she was a very very poor mother um but and what Caitlin says isn't false it's not wrong but there's like this thing called projection like you know what I mean? So it's just so yeah. funny to see that. So like, yeah. So she couldn't come to the birthday party because she has beef with every single member of my family, except for me. And I was the abusive sister. Like, I don't oh know God. why she likes me. I've never done anything nice for her. I never lent her money. And I was like super awful to her when I was a kid. Like, I was probably the worst one to her, to her physically. I physically abused that child. Maybe because there was Stockholm syndrome. Maybe. I don't know. But my mom beat the shit out of her too. And I don't know why she likes, she hates my mom. I don't know. It's hilarious. Uh, I didn't, I didn't know your mom was physically abusive. I thought she was just kind of neglectful. It depended on the season. I'm just saying. And it wasn't always neglect too. Again, it depended on the season. There was periods of neglect. There was periods of physical abuse. There was periods of mental abuse, religious abuse. Um, I wouldn't say sexual abuse, although she was having sex all the time and she wasn't very quiet about it. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. So when I say, hey, knock it off, you need to feed the rest of the kids because I'm not doing it. That's kind of a problem. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not saying like I condone her behavior, but I wish I had a little bit of your mom's libido. (laughs) Uh, I have I have my mom's libido, but I can tell you right now, keep the boner in your kangaroo pouch for a second. Let me feed my kids. We'll turn on a movie. There's protocol like we can do some protocol. Like, you know what I mean? Give them candy. Yeah. Fuck. This was like a time in my mom's life where she, I don't I don't even remember which boyfriend it was. But like we're literally in this tiny two bedroom apartment, five kids and two adults locked the door and we're fucking for hours. And I am like 10 and everyone else is younger than me. The youngest being t- like one and a half or two at that oh. time. Feed your children. I'm not doing it. How embarrassing. Like. That's embarrassing for your mom. It was like, because she wasn't quiet. At least I keep my mouth shut and turn on the music. There's protocols. And when the kids get older, I'll put stuff on the door so they know. Okay. Or there's going to be a time frame. Like, I'm not going to neglect my kids so I can get some dick. Exactly. I'm going to take care of my kids and then get the dick. Jesus Christ. 
not that hard. So anyway, um, she wasn't invited to the pool. You were invited to the pool, but you didn't go, which was so, I was like, dang, you should have gone because there was a lot of spaces for the babies and they have like a million and one different kinds of floaties that they give out for you. So like the kids could have had like all different kinds of floaties and the pool, because this is one of like, okay, so my mom, my sister's like really bougie, even though she's not rich, she's like really bougie. So she goes to this really bougie gym and it has a pool with cabanas and like during certain seasons, they'll have cabana service and it has like a little, like a little spout for like the kids area. They also have an indoor pool too for like, so they have two pools. So they have the indoor pool, the outdoor pool. The outdoor pool has two sections in it and the, has the little section and it's really, really tiny for little, little kids. And then it goes pretty deep because it has a water, two water slides. And then on the other side, it has like, um, what are those called? The rows. So it has the swimming rows and they also have a bar where you can order food and drinks. And that's what we did. Yeah, it was a good time. And they have a hot tub too. I just don't, I don't go in the hot tub. Your babies would have a blast. And then I tried uh, hit, hitting her up for it too, but she's like, no, I only get two passes a month. Like, Whatever. <laughs> but it's, it's like $320 a month. Yeah, and you'd think they'd get more passes. Not for the pool. That's stupid. I know, like, it's just hard. Like, with one kid, you know what I mean? It's hard with one, yeah. You can kind of go into things a little bit more blind than with two infants. And I had that anxiety hurts too. Yeah, because I'm like, what if I go into this situation? And I have done it before. I have gone into things blind and it being very difficult. And I just, I know when they start walking, things will be a little bit easier um, because I can put them down. You know what I mean? I can, they can stand there. They can, it's, I feel bad for them crawling on concrete on their knees. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like things will be a little bit easier in that sense to where you can go into an environment and not have to worry about where am I going to like put them down at because they, that's their life is being put down. Uh Am I saying, am I making sense? Um, yeah, you are, but like, I know, I know it's hard. My kids were little at one point. And so it was difficult. And I always got anxiety and I got to the point where I was like, if something was just not working out, I'm like, I got to go. And it was, I'm pretty sure like people thought I was pissed at them. And it was just like, no, I just, and they're like, your kids are fine. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like, I know they're fine. Like, I know I can deal with this, but like the anxiety is just getting too much. So like if they start crying and they start getting fussy, I rather just cut it, cut it and then move on. Which is for my sanity. Yeah, it's for my sanity. Like, I saw this TikTok um, that said, like, you need to lower your expectations about going places because you'll might have to leave because you're excited to go, but that doesn't mean that your child is. And like, they're like viewing the world for the very first time. Yeah. And so you can't expect your kids 
to act the same way that you do. And for some reason, like parents have like this high expectation for their kids to achieve. And it's like, no, you need to like take it down, like way down, like almost touching the floor down. Uh Because these kids get like overstimulated very easily. And, you know. I totally understand that. But it's more or less like I kind of already knew that because my husband is the same way. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, but now that I know, I'll definitely go next time. Um, I'm sure she'll have these passes like next year. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. She did get laid off at her new job or her her job that she loved, they laid her off. So I don't know. Cause she usually, it's been like kind of like a thing where they have the, they do the passes during the summertime. And then during the wintertime when everybody is in school and they have like sports and stuff to do in school, they don't use those. They like don't have lifetime fitness gym memberships, which makes sense. You know, That's like, smart. Yeah, because they'll spend all day during the summertime, during the weekdays, and because um, the kids are off and the kids have daycare, you have three hours of daycare, and then they everybody just goes to the pool when they're done working out. So, um, yeah, so she, I don't know if she's going to keep it or not, but we'll see. Well, yeah, we'll see next year. Um, but I guess we should, like, talk about grooming stuff. Yeah, so... Um, Fun facts about grooming. I don't know. So, okay. So, like, I work, like, one or two days a week, right? So, like, this week, I only have, like, today was scheduled for me. And if anybody calls or whatever, I'll go in another day. But, like, I really don't have a lot going on at my work. And it's fine. It's whatever. I just go in for whatever clients that, you know, are not transitioning into the new groomer and are little. So, it's it's a little difficult now. But... (laughs) So the thing is, though, is that because there's a new groomer and the new groomer is like, you know, it's it's everything is her decision now because she's primarily there. She's there five days a week. And so, like, she's going to get the products that she likes and that she, you know, then she try and then she makes her own suggestions and blah, 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 blah. blah. So she's going to do things a lot differently than I I do. And she doesn't know anything about shampoos and she's admitted this to me because she's only ever used pet smart shampoos she's never used any other shampoos and i'm not sure what contract that they have with pet smart anymore i know they were using chi but i don't think they're using chi anymore but it may have been an upgrade from what we got i don't know but so like her flavor of shampoos kind of bugs me because she like uses the wrong, I you're not using the wrong, or it's not wrong or right, to be honest. It's all about preference. And I get that, but I don't like her preferences. So she'll use like this shampoo that is used to like, kind of like liven up the hair. So it's stripping and she'll use that as like a D shed. And I'm like, I don't like that. We have a shampoo for D shed. Here's that shampoo for D shed. Right. And yeah. because it's like ultra moisturizing and like has a lot of protein in it. It's like super heavy. And then, she, um, she wanted a new conditioner and I have been on a hunt for a conditioner, but I never like fell in love with like 
any like just a basic conditioner. Like I don't have a basic conditioner. I have the specialties conditioners, but she wanted a more basic conditioner. I'm like, yeah, I get it. I just, I told her, I was like, just figure out what you want and just order it because like, I'm not here and I haven't done the research and I really don't know what Jen wants to do as far as like shampoos, what grade of shampoo she wants to get. So then anyway, she has been using the shampoo that um, the owner uses for the quick baths, like the, the, when you do the self-wash, they offer shampoos and conditioners. And then if they yeah. do a quick, if they do a quick bath, like it's just like a quick bath and then they throw them back in daycare. They use, use earth bath. Ew. I hate earth baths and I hate them. And I, the reason why I hate them is because they're very basic shampoo and conditioner. There's, they do nothing for the coat and they almost leave like a film because they're natural yeah. or whatever, but like, yeah, whatever. So anyway, th- I, it, their scents are fine because they're so mild. Like they have almost no scent or it's a very mild scent. So she gave the groom area, the groom room or the grooming section, um, the earth bath oatmeal and vanilla conditioner to use. And I fucking hate it. So she had two D sheds today and she used, a like this stripping shampoo and then that conditioner. And she's like, it makes them so soft. So then I was like, okay, fine. Maybe I'll give it a second try. So I used it on my first dog, which was a D shed too. And I use the D shed shampoo, which is moisturizing. And then I was like, okay, well I'll just use whatever condition she has left in the bottle. She just made a bottle and there was a lot of extra. So I just used that and it was God awful. It just like came out. Like it was diluted very little. And it just like, it just came off. It just came off. It left no moisture. It was awful. And the scent is fine. It's fine. So I had to use a lot of leave-in conditioner on the dog. The dog came out beautiful, blah, blah, blah. But, like, it felt not good. So, yeah. like, her preferences bug me. Why didn't Jen just say these are the shampoos we use, so use them that you were using before? Because we do use the shampoos that I was using before, um, but we didn't have... Because I, I go through periods where I buy little bottles so, um, I had little bottles of Chris Christensen. I had little bottles of, um, Artero. I have had little bottles of, what's the other one? The one in the purple bottle. Hydra. Hydra. And I really liked them. And it was just basic conditioners. And that was the only thing we had been out of for a while is a basic conditioner. And I don't use basic conditioners all the time. Cause I use depending on the coat. I'm not there all the time. She wants to use a basic conditioner all the time for dogs other than D shed. And I'm like, okay, no problem. I get you. Um, just figure out what you want. And I think she's just asked the owner, Hey, can you get me a conditioner? And the owner was like, yeah, I got plenty of conditioner here. Use this. So whenever the owner gets like samples or like, um, if they have extra, she gives it to the grooming area. And like, I get it, but like, the crap that they use is god awful. They gave us a hypoallergenic puppy shampoo and it was so bad. And then like the samples that we've gotten and I've gotten and I've used before were nothing compared to the stuff that she gets. She gets the most god awful stuff. And I don't well, know cuz she's getting stuff from retailers to sell. Yeah, exactly. 
So like, I don't even know how long it sit there. So like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it, most, um, natural shampoos have a six month shelf life and they're very susceptible to like, um, heat bacteria. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So like, what am I give? what am I putting on these dogs? So I never trust them. I don't trust them. They don't feel good. Yeah. So, yeah. And I, the, the new groomer is super sweet and she's great. Um, I just like, she doesn't, She's even admittedly said that she doesn't use any other shampoo, but like whatever she got at PetSmart. And she said it was crap too. But I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, girl, if you go onto these websites, look up some bougie ones and see if Jen will be like, yeah, sure, we'll try it. Or get like a smaller bottle, like the 16 ounces versus the gallon size. Um, Or is that gallon? Is 16 ounces a gallon? Like the eight or twelve no. ounces. Sixteen ounces are the small ones. Those are that's like two cups of shampoo. Because eight ounces is a cup. Well, eight ounces is a cup, but like that's like a cup of water. Like it's like a cup of tomato sauce too. Yeah. So it's like a cup, yeah. So like the sixteen ounce bottles. Like she can get like a 16 ounce bottle in most of the shampoos and we'll just use it up. Yeah. Um, yeah. You want to go into like a story really quick? Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. So we got a oh, couple stories. So we'll just start off with the first one that is starred. It's called shit story. Hey, Vanessa's. Okay. All right, let's go. <clears throat> it says shit story. Hey, Vanessa's. My name is Tamara. I am, or is it Tamara? Where did we um, leave off, though, in our conversation? As far as what? Oh, shampoos. Oh, okay. Do we want to wrap that up really quick? Oh, yeah. I just don't like the shampoos. That... I don't like the direction the shampoos are going. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I just don't like the shampoo where the shampoos are going in my grooming career right now. And yeah, I, think I feel that. I think that's it. That's really it. Like shampoos are so important. They are, and so are like the products. Like, the products, like even use any sprays. Those are important too. Like you have to be careful, like what sprays you use. And I honestly, I am not like a diehard one brand person like you maybe sometimes like every six months yeah. you love a particular brand and like all their products yeah. i'm really like i like to try different brands but there's always like a product from that brand like i know is like really really good and then i know is really really shit in others um and other products of their brand so like like for example if it's like the more natural shampoos or whatever marketing buzzword that, you know, whomever's into, I could, I can make things work. Like I can make things work. So like I am complaining now, but I won't complain in the future unless yeah. it's really bad. But like, I really am not going to complain further than this. And it's only because like I make things work all the time. I just, I get very 
I'm very flexible. So like in natural brands, I'll be like, okay, well, this shampoo is not to my liking. Maybe I'll try a different shampoo and see if that is to my liking. And um, so I like, I really don't have a lot of gallons that I'm like attached to. And so, you know, when you're ordering for a business, you want gallons. And so when I, so I was already ordering the staple gallons and then I would order a sample 16 ounce or whatever of a different shampoo and conditioner just to try them out. Like periodically, every couple months I would do that. Right. And I, she just, I don't think she is comfortable. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is yet. She's, she's a very sweet girl, but like, I think she's just not like in her own yet. And the thing is though, is that like, she's going to be the only groomer there. Like, I mean, I'm there, but like, she's really going to be the only groomer there. So it's going to be her show, her thing. It's like, you're not running the business, but like, it is your business. Like she's making her own schedule. She's scheduling her own dogs. She's doing, she's going to be the face of it. And you know, she's, it's going to be her jam. So like, I don't know. I don't know if she's comfortable enough with like recognizing that because, um, she's still new at grooming and she still just wants to focus on the grooming part. But like, you know, there's so many different sides to like the, like what we do. So I, I don't think she's comfortable yet to like kind of explore and like break the mold that I have made set up. But like, I didn't really set it up. I just kind of was like, this is what we like. I like if you like something different. And she's like, I don't know what I like. I'm like, okay, well then you're gonna have to figure it out. Right. And why not just tell her what to use? I do. But like, the thing is though, is like, but you don't though. You just said, figure it out. We, we have our own staples. So like we, there's like a freaking spreadsheet. So like literally there's a spreadsheet of like things to order. So all we do is just email the boss, the inventory, what we need. She goes in, she doesn't even look at the brands. All she does is click and pay. So everything is on the spreadsheet. It's not even like she doesn't look at the description. She doesn't look at anything. So for like forever, I was just ordering the same things. And then I would add a couple things here and there. And that was it. Right. So if it wasn't already on the spreadsheet, I would just like send her the link and she would buy it. So, um, we already have our staple. So like if it says shampoo, D shed, um, this and that, um, the sprays that we use, it's already on like list. So it's already set up like how it's going to be. So if she says we're out of this basic shampoo, this is the link for, or this is what on the spreadsheet, what we're going to get, you know what I mean? So like she'd have to go in if she wanted something different and she would have to go in and like search herself and then send the, uh, the boss the link. Whereas what she's doing is saying, Hey, I want a basic conditioner but she doesn't do the research and she doesn't figure yeah. out what she wants. So the boss is just going to give her whatever. And we didn't have just a basic conditioner. We had just the G-shed conditioner and I was getting samples. So they weren't on the spreadsheet. They weren't the staples. So um, they we, we basically have the list of what I am going guaranteed going to get. And anything else, I was just trying so like she's she would have to try and 
now we're stuck with earth bath conditioner, like a whole gallon of it. And we still have a whole gallon of this shitty, shitty hypo that I don't even know where she got it from. Oh, and then like this sample size of this puppy shampoo that's got awful too. So that's what we have. Dang. Well, yeah. Hopefully you guys figure it out. Well, then that's the thing. I'm not really going to stress about it. This is like my last time I'm going to complain about it because I'm not there <laughs> enough and I don't really care. It, my my caring only goes so far. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's not your business. It's not. So. It's not my business. And I'm not the one running the show anymore. So it's like not getting what I want in this moment is the only time you're probably going to hear about it because I'm not going to care later. So just relish in it of my complaining. Cause yeah. Okay. Already, well, let's go into stories. Okie dokie. So it says, Hey, Vanessa's my name is, I want to say Tamara, but it could be Tamara. So I apologize. Um, I am the owner and operator of Mr. Bark's grooming salon in Squamish, British Columbia, Canada. Cool. At the, <laughs> At the moment, I am currently on maternity leave, but I still listen to your podcast daily. I love going out for my hikes and playing your podcast while I walk. I've been wanting to send in some stories for a while, so I'm happy I'm finally doing it. I've been a groomer for 10 years. I started a private salon and continued working to working there for about seven years until I finally branched out on my own. Every time I listen to your podcast, I always have a shit story that comes to mind. So here <laughs> it goes. Back when I was work- working for a private salon, it was located downtown. And unfortunately, around the salon didn't have much uh, didn't have much areas for dogs to do their business before coming in. I was working on this dog's you guessed it. A Samoyed, of course. Shocking. A Samoyed shit story. I know. <laughs> and during and during the uh, during this groom and during the groom, this dog had been letting out some nasty toots. <laughs> I almost finished the blow drive when all of a sudden the dog starts shitting. Thankfully, I didn't hit it with the blow dryer, but I definitely got on its nice white booty. No. It wasn't a full shit. Uh, though. So when it stopped, I decided to quickly run the dog outside to finish before things got super nasty. I brought the dog outside and across the street was a parking lot with a tiny tree area. I brought bags with me and figured I'd let the dog do its thing, pick it up and then get back to it. Well, the dog didn't make it across the parking lot when it started (laughs) hunching over and letting the shit flow. (laughs) Diarrhea. Right Uh, in the middle of the parking lot. Yep. (laughs) I should mention I should mention that this parking lot uh, belonged to a restaurant that had a giant window <laughs> facing the parking lot <laughs> with a restaurant full of people sitting right there. See, you you live in British Columbia, and so they're seeing a dog shit in the middle of the parking lot right when they're eating food. We live in Vegas, which is somewhat similar to LA. So, like, if you're in outdoor seating, you're seeing somebody shit on the streets. I guarantee it. Yeah. I was driving to work. I was driving to work and I saw somebody bust ass, like just pull down their pants. I saw a guy shooting in a park. There's a little park in like the middle of the road over here on your way to Charleston on a certain road. And I look over and this dude's just shitting behind the tree. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Welcome to America. Right. This dog shits everywhere, right in front of people trying to eat their dinner. So, 
so embarrassed, I grabbed the towel I had draped over my shoulder and tried holding it up like a curtain (laughs) to try to spare the people eating their food from seeing the poo river that was happening right in front of them. When the dog was finished, I obviously couldn't pick it up with the bags I had brought. So I ended up taking the dog back inside the grooming shop and filling up buckets of water and brought them back out to the parking lot to try and risk the mess away (laughs) so people could walk over to their cars without uh, dodging the shit river. After about two buckets full of water, I ran and never looked back. The water didn't work as well as I thought it would. So I hid (laughs) and didn't get lunch from that restaurant for probably a month for fear they would recognize me. The dog seemed quite pleased with herself and my (laughs) boss and coworkers couldn't stop laughing at me when I told them what uh, I had just dealt with. I have another story, but it's for us for strong stomachs only. We had these two basset hounds that would come in every two weeks for a shampoo and blow dry. These dogs were lovely, but fucking disgusting. After this day, I never looked at them the same again. Long story short, one of the dogs started shitting while uh, while being blow dried, and the other hound ran over so fast before we could (laughs) stop it, and she just started eating the shit (gasps) as it was coming out (laughs) of of the other dog's ass. Fucking nasty. My eyes are watering, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm gagged. You guys send that in. I've gagged (laughs) so much today. It's just like, everything's reminding me of nastiness. Because of that, I will never own a basset. (laughs) I wish I would have seen it. (laughs) Feel free to share these stories or not. Totally up to you. Hope they gave you a bit of a giggle. Keep the awesome podcast coming, ladies. You always make me laugh. And if you could use my name as well, take care. <laughs> my bad. Um, but yeah, so I am babysitting my brother's dog. I'm just so sick of animals, guys. I'm babysitting my brother's dog, and she eats wet food because she's like has some stomach issues. And literally, me and my daughter were gagging at dinner time today because I opened up the kid dog food. And then that wasn't the only time I gagged today. But then, like now. Just like my eyes are watering. That story was so nasty. Just picturing it makes me want to barf. That is hilarious. That is, that's amazing. Those were pretty good. Um, I love it. Send in that Bassett story. I need to know. And I just love watching Vanessa over there, like in cold sweats. Trying not to throw You know, but the, th- but the thing is, though, is if a Bassett does that right then and there, like during grooming, you know they're doing oh. that at home. This wasn't oh, a once-only occasion. You know that shit doesn't even hit the floor. Like, he's just straight up eating ass. <gasps> but he's trying to take his shit. <laughs> All right, I love you. I'm going. Oh, my God. All right, guys, we're going to call it a night. Um, we are out till next time. You can listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Podcasting, Google Play. Um, you can follow us on Shit on the Table at Facebook and Instagram. Um, <laughs> you can go to our website and check out our merch. Drop your stories there at shitonthetable.com. And um, I know I totally butchered this, so we'll see you next time. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye.